Hey, it's Elle. And Anna. And you're listening to the Baby Project Podcast. In this podcast, we will discuss our journeys, as well as other warriors going through the ups and downs of infertility. Um, there's ups? (laughs) Yes, there's ups. Okay. As a reminder, be kind to yourself and skip as needed. We know some topics may be triggering. Let's get talking. This is episode seven, Stupid Shit People Say. We are so pumped about today's episode because we will be talking about all the stupid shit people have said to us, all the different types of stories that we heard regarding fertility tips, trying to conceive advice, stupid questions, the list goes on. Um, We're happy to share a list of comebacks that we have used and how to deal with all these questions about family planning. So... Let's start. I think we should start off with some stories that stick out the most to us. <laughs> yeah, so I have a, a couple that stick out over the years. Um, the first one is I was at a family barbecue at my parents' house. Okay. And I'm standing in the kitchen. All my aunts and uncles are around me. My parents are around me, my sister. And one of my cousins comes up to me and leans over and says, So... Uh, when are you guys going to have kids? And I'm like completely shocked because there's so many people around and I didn't really know how to answer her. Now, what she doesn't know is I'm like, I don't even remember how many years into infertility, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, uh, yeah, you know, like we'd like to have kids eventually or whatever. I was trying to like brush it off. And then, so I start like doing stuff in my mom's kitchen. Mm -hmm. So I'm like tidying up to try to make it look like I'm busy. Mm -hmm. And then um, she turns to me, this is how I remember this story, because she's like, well, are you guys like trying? (gasps) And so I'm standing there and I'm like, now you're asking me about my sex life. (laughs) Like you're my cousin, but we're not that close. Yeah. So I was like so shocked. I just kind of like laughed it off. And I, was, I didn't know how to respond to her. I must have looked so awkward. And she was just kind of left staring at me. But yeah, that was one one time's stupid question. I think that like when it does happen, whether it's a, an advice or a question, like we're just stunned, like <laughs> complete pause. Like our face is just like we got hit with something like yeah. you don't even know how to even reply because it comes out of nowhere and when you least expect it too it's true yeah and I was never prepared for those types of questions right I should have been but I was never prepared (laughs) I had I was prepared at work because I get I work with a lot of families with young children Mm -hmm. so I get asked a question a lot and I think you know I've had conversations about it and I think it comes from when I'm giving advice to new moms on about their babies their you know their newborn care and education because I'm so well versed in the topics Mm -hmm. I think they think it's from personal experience as well Mm -hmm. or maybe just the way that I deliver in a casual manner um, they think it's from personal experience. So they often ask me if I have children of my own, um, yeah. which has been very triggering for me over the years and has been a great source of anxiety and things that I've had, you know, to deal with um, in regards to that. But the way that I've dealt with that kind of a question in a professional setting is I default to my dogs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have two dogs. So I say, no, I don't have any kids, but I do have the four-legged variety. <laughs> and that always changes the topic of conversation to pets. 
Um, cause most of the time the moms are like, oh, that's so great. Um, yeah, we have a dog too, or we have a cat too, or something along those lines. And, um, it creates that common ground for you to continue conversation. So immediately takes away from that topic over, switches over to the dogs or pets, and then you lead and you continue yes. on with that. Yeah. And thankfully, no patients have ever asked me, well, do you want kids or are you trying? So it usually stops at that. It does. It changes the the, the course of the conversation. You've been lucky. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I thankfully. can't imagine how you would continue if someone was to ask you, continue asking you. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've never been prepared for that. So I don't know how I would deal with that. I think you would just say, okay, it's the needle time now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to poke your kid and they're going to cry. So <laughs> stop looking at me, asking me questions oh like my, my nosy cousin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. The other story. Yeah. I said, yeah, too, right? Oh yeah. The other one was also th- through work, but it was a colleague oh. and um, we're sitting chatting and she was fairly new at the time. So she didn't really know me. I didn't really know her. So she had asked me if I had any children when we were chatting. And I said, no, I don't have any kids. And um, she's like, well, do you want kids? And I'm like, well, you know, again, I was stunned because I'm like, that's awfully personal, awfully fast. And I really like to keep my personal life separate from work. I'm Mm -hmm. very professional at work and I tend not to talk about anything personal when I'm there. Mm -hmm. So when people kind of get personal with me, I don't dive too deep into anything with them. Um, except for you. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't need to. No. Well, you do with me, but not with them. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're not obligated with any colleagues at work to get into your personal, you know, life. Yeah. Um, so I said to her, I can't remember exactly how I answered it, but I was kind of like, yeah, it would be nice, you know, one day or whatnot, you know, we'll have, we'll have kids. Um, and again, I'm in the back of my mind thinking, I don't know when the fuck this is going to happen. <laughs> if this is ever going to happen, am I going to have kids? I don't know. Yeah. You know, I'm five years, you know, into the journey or whatever it was. And, um, she looks at me and she tur- like swivels on her chair and she's like, well, you better get going on that. Cause you're not getting any younger. No. <laughs> yeah. And I had no idea how to respond to her either. So I just started laughing and I was, I was so offended. I was so offended with what she said. And I was like, kind of like, oh, well, thanks for that. I guess I better, you know, who the hell are you to tell me when I should get started on these things? Thanks. And also, do I look that old? Like, (laughs) this was a few years ago. So imagine what she must think of me now. Yeah. (laughs) But you want to know something? I probably faulted in this, not knowing about this world. Like, I probably have asked people when they're going to start a family or have they started. Like, I probably have been doing this in my my younger years. Not, 100%. Not knowing. And now having going through it, it's totally different. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, absolutely. I've done it myself. I have asked people in the past if they wanted to have kids. Mm. I have done it. I've done it with other family members, other cousins of mine. Yeah. In talking. And it's just because it's unfortunate. It's the natural progression of things. Yeah. You get to a certain age or you've been with your partner for a certain amount of years. Yeah. It starts to become, well, are you guys going to get engaged? Yeah. And then once you're engaged, literally the moment you're engaged, (laughs) they're asking you when the wedding is. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, it's been five minutes. 
<laughs> can I just enjoy this moment that I'm in? Yeah. And then as soon as you're married, or even on the wedding day, <laughs> like they're saying, I have lots of babies. Yeah. You know, you'll make beautiful children. Yeah. Stupid comments. But I think it's just because it's the natural progression of life and the age that you're at in and around that time when you're doing these things. So, yeah. you know, I've done it myself. Yeah. And I do, I stop myself now. Oh, yeah. After knowing sure. what we know, right? And, and maybe it's just something that um, people just, rather than talking about the weather, they try to make it personal. So they talk about the next yeah. chapter of your life. Yeah. And naturally, they would think that it would be kids after marriage. Yeah. Or a house or whatever. But often it's kids. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's funny because um, my husband, what he does is he trains associates um, appliances and he teaches them all these methods about, you know, how to approach the person, read the body language. And then I heard him because we work at home now. So I'm downstairs. And I hear him training upstairs. And he's like, now you don't ask them if they have how many children they have because <laughs> he has gone through this experience. He's like, you ask them, how many people do you have in your household? You do not ask them if they have children. That's not appropriate. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> so I'm like, you're slowly changing like. You know, one store at a time. Yeah. One person, <laughs> one trainee at a time. Yeah. And then he's also very cautious about, you know, don't say like he's um, uh, wife or husband. He's a yes. partner. So like he's been changing those different things. But those things matter. And they, they do. And it plays a huge impact on people's lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> shit people say I... <laughs> what about yourself you have any good stories mm, it was more like um when I was talking to one of my high school friends and I was just explaining to her about our uh cancer journey and just like I'm not sure what the future holds in regards to starting our family or starting like having children and I, I explained that we had um, you know, the sperm frozen and all this, and we would have to start IVF and et cetera, et cetera. And then she, a mother of five children, <laughs> all like naturally conceived, her husband looks at her and she gets pregnant type of person. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, but you can always just adopt. Oh. <laughs> People... Like that one just bothers me every freaking time. Like adoptions, the option is another option, but like you have no idea like what you were saying and how hurtful that is. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much things behind that. And not to mention adoption on its own is very hard to do, to do with application and this and that. Like it's not just like, oh, I'm going to pick this child and they're going to be in my family right away. It's like yeah. costly too and emotional, like a more, an emotional roller coaster as well. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll absolutely, like we'll get more into adoption, um, kind of the process and things like that. But you're right. It takes time. It's mm -hmm. not something that happens, you know, overnight. And right. you're just given, you wake up one morning and you're given a child. Um, it takes a long time. The application process is very, very lengthy and it's draining. Mm. And not to mention that nothing is guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Nothing is guaranteed. When you're going through the public system, the goal of like 
the CAS, so Children's Aid Society, the goal of them is to reunite them with their families. Mm -hmm. So they're always trying to get their children back with their family. So it might take a while for a child that matches with kind of what you're looking for and what they need to be compatible with you. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah, it is definitely not, definitely not as easy as it sounds. Just adopt. I know. And there was one, one woman who's on Instagram that um, I saw her story and she is childless Mm -hmm. And she just recently had like a hysterectomy and things like that. And she was talking, she was talking about, I think, a conversation that she had with her mom. Mm-hmm. And I'm just paraphrasing, so I can't remember the exact words that she used. Mm-hmm. But she basically was saying like, adoption is not an option reserved for infertile people. Mm-hmm. Like it is not, you know, we don't say to your friend who had five kids naturally, like, why don't you adopt your sixth? Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> There's lots of kids out there in this world, you know, in orphanages that need families. They do say that. I know. I know. But thanks. Oh. That's not reserved for infertile people. Yeah. You know, we we want a biological child of our own. We want the experience of carrying a child, of birthing a child. That's what we want. Yeah. Um. We want many us. Yeah. Adoption for some is an option, Mm -hmm. you know, even for myself, um, it is something we have thought about. We have, you know, um, it is something that might be a part of our future, Mm -hmm. but it has like for us, it had to come from a place of wanting the child not to complete our family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not as a, oh, well, we can't have kids, so let's adopt. It, it's yeah. not that. It's that, you know, I've had a wonderful childhood. I am fortunate that I have such a close relationship with my family. Mm-hmm. I have a really good home mm-hmm. with my husband. Mm-hmm. And I could provide a child who's gone through trauma mm-hmm. a really nice life. Right. And that's where it has to come from. It's not that I can't have a child of my own. So this is what I'm going to do because I want a kid. A kid is not going to fix what's wrong. Right. Right. It's not just going to replace it and just put the, the yeah. bandaid on or whatever. Yeah. You have yeah. to be in the right, right headspace. And is it option for infertile people? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Is it a great thing? hundred mm-hmm. percent. Like I love it. I love adoption, mm-hmm. but it's not for everyone. And it's not the only option if you have infertility. Yeah. It's not the quick go-to answer. And then along with the adoption, there has been things that have um, people have said where as soon as you adopt, boom, you'll be pregnant. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I hate that. And, you know, I had to sit through a conversation with my physician about that. No. My own doctor. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, god. She says she had two, two patients of hers when I was telling her about um, – like, because I was having some troubles and was off work for some time and things like that. So she was trying to help me with my counselor sort of work through things. So she had said to me, basically, like, once you stop stressing about it, or it stops becoming the main focus in your life, that's kind of when it happens. And she says she knows of two patients of hers who adopted and as soon as they adopted, they got pregnant on their own. (laughs) I am all for the mind body connection. I really do believe that. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that like stress 
and hormones related to stress play a part in fertility. Mm-hmm. A part. I really don't think that with the menagerie of shit that I have happening inside my body, me not thinking about it is going to make me get pregnant. <laughs> you friggin' idiot. <laughs> like, I didn't know that fibroids and the other slew of things that I have going on can disappear because I don't think about them. <laughs> if that was the case, I would be really, really fit. <laughs> me too. Oh my gosh. So don't think about my belly and I'll go away. Exactly. Don't think about my debt and I'll go away. <laughs> right? Maybe we're missing something. Hold on a second. Wait, is this the key? Right? Is this the key? So don't think about the baby. Maybe we've just unlocked it. I hope everyone's paying attention right now. We have just found the secret. What? <laughs> we're going to be... Stop thinking about it and it will happen. <laughs> We're going to be exactly like those stupid people that we've been talking about. (laughs) Uh, Seven years and waiting. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Right. And you know what? Side note, if anyone has stories. Yes. Send us a message of your stories of stupid shit people have said. And maybe we can do a part two with everyone's stories oh my gosh that'd be we great read them out yeah and even how you like dealt with it or comebacks that you have said i saw one post oh, i laughed so hard when i read it it was like when you least expect it when someone says when you least expect it and then boom you punch them in the face did you expect that yeah <laughs> it's the best yeah. i wish i could do that I wish. <laughs> I wish I could do that. I would have punched a lot of people in the last few years. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, you have had a lot of punches to yourself. So, I mean, like, you could punch people back. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Just relax, chill. It will come. Or, like you said, don't think about it. Because when you don't think about it or you don't try, then that's when it, then will, that's happen. it will happen. I don't know anyone out. Oh, well, maybe other people have this, but I don't know of any time in my whole time of trying to conceive that I have not been able to think about it. Like, once you get your period, how do you not know? Like, how can you not think about when you're going to ovulate? Because you know when it's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, you know when you're going to get your next period. It's impossible to not think about it or not try. It's true. It's literally impossible because it's it's just what you think about all the time. Yeah. And even when you don't want to, it comes up some shape, some form, some yeah. way, whether it's an announcement, whether it's someone walking their dog that is pregnant. Like, it's constantly always there. Mm-hmm. It'll Something will trigger you to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. A TV show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so, cause you know, when you were helping me look for, um, wedding dresses and we were looking for, uh, bridesmaid dresses, I remember like, now that I'm thinking back, I remember there has been lots of instances where I was around, but at that time I didn't know what you were going through. But now when I look back, I'm like, shit, you handled it really well. Like in this case, it was, the lady who was helping us look at bridesmaid dresses and she asked us, oh, are you guys married? This and that. So then one of my friends like, yeah, I'm married. And, 
And then you said you were too. And then she's like, do any of you have kids? And then my one friend's like, oh, no, not yet. Probably in a few years or whatever. And then you were, you were like, you said something, but then she followed up with another question, another comment. I don't know if you remember this at all. Mm-mm. No, you don't? No. Oh, she had said something along the lines of like, oh, like you, you should get on it or something along those lines, like time, time's ticking. And then you said, you had said like, well, when God wants to give it to me, then he'll give it to me. Like your comeback was there. And then you were laughing, you laughing it off too. So I think your coping mechanism is just to laugh it off and oh shit, play it off. <laughs> but now I'm looking back and like, yeah, you hide it very well. <laughs> I have the memory of a sieve. Oh. <laughs> so I don't remember anything. <laughs> or you probably just hid it away, tucked it away. Like, I don't want to think about it. Yeah. Suppressed it. It's true. <laughs> I do. My mind selectively shuts down things that uh-huh. I don't like. I do tend to laugh when I get nervous about things, though. It's true. I laugh at inappropriate times in inappropriate places. So I imagine that I would have laughed then for sure. <laughs> that was clear in our um, reveal because <laughs> our pregnancy reveal, because when I was upset, you were laughing because <laughs> you were so nervous. You were so mad <laughs> and so upset. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. I had the giggles. But then we both cried together. So I didn't laugh. <laughs> yeah. But it's a... Hey, if people don't know, then it just is like you're going with the flow. <laughs> sure. I guess. Yeah. Well, oh. What else are you going to do? Oh, I know. I'm going to tell the dress lady my life story. Actually, we've been trying for X number <laughs> of years. Can you make it happen for me? And you're not going to just sit there and cry. Yeah. So it's either you laugh it off or you be bitchy about it, but I can't see you be bitchy. Can you imagine? You say the dress lady, well, now that you mentioned it, you start bawling your eyes out. <laughs> that would make her feel really shitty. She'd never ask anyone again. Oh my gosh. Mm. Speaking of shitty, this is kind of not related, but related. It's stupid shit people have said, but twice in my lifetime, I've been asked if I've, if I'm pregnant <laughs> and I totally was not oh. at all. Mm-hmm. One time it was the elevator and it was my husband's neighbor. She's like, oh, how far along are you? Again, <laughs> you don't expect it. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? Did you just ask me that question? So I'm like, uh, I'm not. And then she just quickly exits the elevator. Mm-hmm. Then the second time was at a Christmas work party. Again, my husband's. And stupid co-worker he didn't even ask me he motioned like the belly and he, he motioned oh, it and then he like uh-huh i'm like get me out of here uh, and, and i remember texting you that night too i'm like oh my gosh just this is what happened but just don't because that can also be very triggering especially if you are trying oh yeah <laughs> i remember once i've been asked that question too and I was working and I used to work at the hospital and I would do registration for people that come into emergency. Yeah. Um, this was before I was a nurse. I was being lazy. So I was sitting, it had like nice office chairs, but there was nobody around. Like it was dead house in there. And I had my back flipped to the, like the front registration. Right. Yeah. And I had like slouched down in the chair. <laughs> I was not sitting like a lady should sit. <laughs> and 
the person, I don't know if he like chapped on the window or he said hello or whatever. So I turned around and as I turned around, I was trying to like sit up straight. Mm -hmm. But again, I'm not the smallest woman in the world and I shouldn't have been sitting this way. So he was like, oh, how far along are you or whatever? Are you expecting? Because again, I'm sitting like laid back, <laughs> my gut hanging out. I'm like, oh no, it's just fat. And he went like purpley red in the face. And he's like, oh no, I'm so sorry. And I was, of course, extremely offended and pissed off. I'm like, it's fine. Right? Like, uh, what do you need? <laughs> yeah. But it was my own fault for the way I was anyways but yeah I remember I was like it's and I was like yelling at him <laughs> like it's fat <laughs> it's so mortifying okay oh I know <laughs> oh my Absolutely. gosh what stupid bad fertility advice or tips trying to conceive tips do we have mm. um maybe it's your diet <laughs> Yes. Oh, are you eating too much of this? And maybe you should cut back on that. Are you are you exercising a lot? Like mm. that's supposed to help. Yeah. Any of those? Because only people that get pregnant eat dairy flea dairy flea. <laughs> you I never tried that before. <laughs> I don't particularly like dairy fleas, but whatever. Because <laughs> most people that have babies eat dairy-free and gluten-free and 100% organic and or vegetarians yeah yeah oh my gosh <laughs> and exercise like what five times a day or <laughs> is it seven i know i mean seven days a week or five days a week okay what are some other bad trying to conceive tips or fertility advice we've okay been I, i'm gonna be i'm gonna be the stupid people okay and you tell me how <laughs> you would respond okay so this one oh i have a drink to relax oh yes right <laughs> i'm gonna tell you what i would like to say <laughs> but that i never really did yeah just have a couple of drinks and relax you know take the edge off a little yeah i would be a drunk <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> seven years of drinking every month <laughs> come on people you would need to go to therapy because you'd be alcoholic. I, I would be an A. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Having a drink and relaxing is not going to help you get pregnant. It doesn't work. I've tried it. <laughs> <laughs> Bad tip. Next. Um, don't think about it and it will happen. Yep. Yep. I think we've pretty much covered that one already. <laughs> but... When you're trying to conceive, it is literally impossible to not think about it. It's so stupid. What would you, what would you say that? What would you say? Like, don't think about it and it will happen. You don't, would you? I don't, maybe now I would be a little bit more baldy and say like, can you not think about something that you really want? Mm -hmm. Like, is that possible? Yeah. You know? When you think about something, it show we've talked about this before, mm -hmm. it shows up in your everyday life. Yep. Because of the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. You know, you think it and you see it. And psychological too, like exactly what you said, you, it's always on your mind. Yeah. And we want a family, we want children, we want to be pregnant. You cannot just not think about it. 
and it will happen. Because then you're thinking about not thinking about it. And then you're trying not to think about it. All you're doing is thinking about it the whole fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> then you're stressing yourself out. It's true. Oh, dumb. Okay, I got another one. Hmm. Go on vacation. Right. That one I like. <laughs> <laughs> Does it work? No. No. How many vacations have I been on? At least four. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did it work? No. <laughs> Is it a good tip? No. Did I like it? Yes. yes. <laughs> I love me some vacations, but yes, no. Vacation will not get you pregnant. No. And I mean, it's nice in that you are somewhere else, different change of environment, different scenery, mm-hmm. different activities that maybe keep you distracted from thinking of it. So there are benefits, but it's not yeah. it's not the way that they're they're thinking that it will happen. No, it's not good fertility advice. Maybe if somebody said something like self-care, because we talk everyone oh, talks yeah. a lot about mm-hmm. self-care now. So like incorporating a vacation into your self-care, spend time with your partner mm-hmm. and that one-on-one time on the vacation because sometimes you get stuck up in the, you know, everyday life garbage. Yeah. That it is difficult. And, you know, on the trying to conceive train is very stressful. So vacation from the norm does help. Yeah. And your routine, you know, your early morning clinic visits and just yeah. all of that stress is associated with IVF or IUIs and cycle transfers and things like that or monitoring it is nice to get away but I think it needs to be it could be a good fertility tip if it was masked in another way yeah yeah I mean so far the first three it's like you can even combine them and the all will be bad so like go on vacation have a drink and don't think about it (laughs) go on vacation get super super fucking drunk (laughs) And then you won't be able to think about it because you won't even remember where your room is because you won't remember who you are because you're blackout drunk. <laughs> and then that's when you're going to get pregnant. <laughs> but you'll be lucky if you remember having sex with your partner. Yeah. Or is it even your partner? Oh <laughs> that's a whole other kind of podcast. Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> um, okay, okay. I got some more. Ready? Okay. Elevate your legs. So I submitted that one. And do you know who I submitted that from? Or do you know who told me to do that? Who? My mother. (laughs) No. Yeah. Mom, if you're listening, it's bad. I'm no gymnast, number one. (laughs) Number two, it doesn't work. But did you did you elevate in a certain angle? Like is it certain like is a certain angle maybe? Maybe you got the angle wrong. I mean, I don't know how much more you can elevate your legs up against a wall as such. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I was told to elevate my legs. And I said, I don't think you understand the concept, mother. (laughs) And then I did tell her, if that were to work, it would have worked already. Don't think I haven't already tried it. And she was like, are you sure? (laughs) Yep. And when I was doing it, I felt like an idiot, by the way. <laughs> you know, you're lying there and you're like, I don't believe this is my life. But not only that, aren't you thinking about your mom at that time too? <laughs> it's just awkward all around. <laughs> like even just like the look that my husband gave me and you're like, you know, you're done. And then you're like, can you help me move that pillow? Because now you're flipping from your head. You know, your ass is where your head is now. I can't. And your legs are up against your headboard. And you're like, yeah, I'm just going to chill here for a little while. 
<laughs> how long do you stay there for? How long do you elevate your legs for? What What is the time? What's the time frame? In <laughs> I don't know. Right? <laughs> because it doesn't work. Because it's a shit advice. <laughs> oh, man. Well, at least she tried. I know. I guess. It was well-intentioned. <laughs> I still love you, Mom. Um, did this advice follow? Uh, so you elevate your legs, but don't get up right away. Oh yeah. Cause all the sperm's going to run away from you. <laughs> Cause of gravity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not true. <laughs> it's not true. Oh my god. The little, the little swimmers will get there. Yeah. You don't need to lie there. Although it's been done. <laughs> I've done it all. Shit. It doesn't work. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I've laid there. Tickety talk, you know, five minutes, ten minutes. Again, nobody gives you a timeline of how long you have to lie there for. I think I think fifteen minutes sounds about right. <laughs> Not to get romantical or anything, but like I mean, don't you want to go to bed? Aren't you tired? Right? like jeez oh man yeah believe it or believe it or not uh fellow listeners we have more (laughs) um what about read this book and it's like xyz jk whatever xyz jk haven't read that one (laughs) i wonder what that's about um yeah so um, one of my husband's friends had a difficult time conceiving and they, when they were, were pregnant, they had given him the advice of, hey, man, you guys should really read this book. I don't remember what the book was called. It's a popular one, though. Like if somebody said it, I would remember. Um, but we were like five years into the journey. They don't know that. Mm. We're like four or five years into it. No book is going to fucking help. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm-mm. It's not. It's not. I wonder what was inside the book. More stupid tips or? No. Is it, it, is a, it is a good book. Is it legit? Yeah. Okay. It's a good book. It's a good book when you're first starting out. Okay. Right? Getting to know your cycle, getting to know your body. Because a lot of women don't really know when they ovulate, how a cycle works, mm. the different phases of your cycle. So it is a really good thing to read books. Like intro. Yeah, and get to know your body. Okay. If, if you're trying to get, actually, I just think it's a good idea in general. Women should know their bodies, mm-hmm. right? And should know their menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm. So it's good in that aspect. If mm-hmm. somebody doesn't really know, it's really good for them to, you know, become aware of that just for general knowledge and education. Mm-hmm. And I guess it does help them when trying to conceive, but it's not going to make you conceive. Yeah. And once you get past a certain point, it's not going to help you. Yeah. Depending on what your issues are. Yeah. Like, and, sorry. And with you, A, like, it's way more further complicated. Exactly. And you're five years. Yeah. So you kind of have a gist of when yeah. your cycle is beginning. Yeah. Or yeah. ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was it was cute. Mm-hmm. And it was nice. And I was like, oh. <laughs> struggles for six months <laughs> poor thing you read a book and got pregnant mm, you have it so hard oh you know did they really after six months i don't know how long it oh was. gosh but you know reading you know whatever book is good thing when you're in and around that time frame when you're getting to know your yeah your stuff and i guess even reading a book whatever book it is 
it's uh, something that you're doing for you. Sometimes it's self-care as well. Yeah. So like maybe just reading a book. Yeah. Maybe. And you're educating yourself, right? Like mm-hmm. there are good books on fertility. There's good books on egg quality. Mm-hmm. Um, there's good books on um, like your like cycle and things like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, just for general knowledge, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, what about, <laughs> have you tried pole dancing? <laughs> Thankfully, I've never been asked this one. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm no stripper. (laughs) Nobody wants to see me on a pole. I've been thinking about this, actually. Maybe I should start so it can help me pay for all this fertility treatments and medication. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Career change. Can you imagine that, like, I'm paying for all this and then I do some pole dancing you know, stripping on the side, and then I get pregnant. I don't even need, I don't even need all the money that I've got from this job. <laughs> and you can tell your child in, you know, 18 years, this is your college fund. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that I got pole dancing. <laughs> I can't even like bend over and tie my shoe. So <laughs> I'm supposed to wrap my leg around a pole, no. which by the way, like sometimes I get like, what is it thigh burn by walking my both of my thighs are rubbing against each other like i'm gonna get freaking pole burns in my thighs they call it chub rub <laughs> isn't that so cute it's chub rub sorry for the coughing oh my gosh yeah is it true if you put deodorant in between your thighs like it helps with the friction it does it does yeah okay i'm starting tomorrow they also have stuff like they have like actual stuff you can put do they i think so okay well anyways I might start that. <laughs> Not pole dancing. <laughs> Chub rubber cream. That in, in deodorant in between my legs. Oh my gosh. <sighs> pole dancing is a great workout, but it is. It, it is really good. Like upper body, all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, we've seen JLo at the Super Bowl. Holy. And I have like the utmost respect if anyone does do it, either stripping or for exercise. Mm-hmm. Like it is a skill. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you guys do it because, like, I feel like you would get, like, pole burn. <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah. And how they can just, you know, the different moves around the pole. Twirls. It's intricate. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, maybe in another lifetime. Maybe. We'll be strippers. <laughs> or pole dance exercise teachers. <laughs> okay. I got to tell you something. One of my friends... Well, not really friends. It was like a coworker. She had a bachelorette party mm-hmm. and it was one of the activities was pole dancing and um, in like someone's basement. Anyways, I tried it and I've tried it. A, it's effing hard. Mm. And B, I talk about this rub burn, thigh burn because I experienced it. <laughs> it really hurt. <laughs> Oh, you know when like and you know when like when you watch it they go down the pole like woo my like, did you squeak <laughs> did you squeak down the pole <laughs> brutal that's terrible that's okay why. so who gave you this advice of have you tried pole dancing because it wasn't me it was at that time because yeah. they're like oh we've heard that like pole dancing actually helps with pregnancy and and then one of them in it wasn't to me that was the advice. One of the people at the bachelorette party, mm-hmm. she was 
she was trying, I guess. And then they all oh, have you try pole dancing because I had a few clients of mine who come to my classes, these pole dancing classes, and they've actually managed to become pregnant after. So huh. that's where I, that's where this little thing came up. Wow. <laughs> Maybe they went home and tried out their moves. Oh, with the elevated legs. <laughs> That's what I was missing. Oh, my God. Right. I need to go back and tell my mom, next time you give the advice of elevating your legs, <laughs> incorporate pole dancing into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have a few drinks before they're to relax. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then just, it's not really advice, but it's just the one that gets me every time, too, is enjoy the sleep now. Oh, Like, you're so lucky you can sleep. In now and this and that. Yeah. What do you want? What, have you said anything to that one? No. Because I don't want to. I just I just feel like I want to say I barely get any sleep now. Yeah. <laughs> what I want to say is little do you know that I will take no sleep. That I want to not sleep. Mm-hmm. That I want to listen to a baby crying at four in the morning and have to get up to feed them. I want nothing more than that. Yeah. You asshole. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, what about like when let's say a friend of yours or a coworker of yours is pregnant and they um they talk about things about their pregnancy that it's not really stupid, but they complain about mm-hmm. this, this and that. Like, how do you feel when you hear those things? I've never, I feel pretty crummy. Mm. Um, I've never commented on anything that anyone's ever said. But yeah, people bitch all the time. I just think people like to moan and complain. Mm-hmm. So it's, oh, your back is sore. Oh, you're swollen. Oh, whatever. I feel sick and whatnot. And like, you know, we all know the great lengths that we've gone through. Uh, I have extreme PTSD from needles and Mm -hmm. needle phobia Mm -hmm. and I have poked myself hundreds of times you know we will do anything Mm -hmm. and I think that those who have been through infertility and have children and go through pregnancy and childbirth because let's face it childbirth is not a walk in the park either right it's friggin' painful and it sucks ass right you do it. You go through it because you have an end goal in mind and it's all worth it in the end. So we welcome all of those feelings and troubles that you have when you're pregnant. Although we're human at the end of the day, if you feel like nauseous or uncomfortable, okay, it's going to suck, but we want to feel that way. Yeah. You know, I almost feel like after all the shit we've been through, Give me swollen legs. <laughs> Easy peasy, man. Right? <laughs> yeah. A little bit nauseous. Yeah, I've dealt with headaches, back pain, all this. I can handle this. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm sorry if I'm overstepping, but <laughs> I feel like yeah. we've, we've conquered so much already. So that exactly. might might be a walk in the park. Who knows? Yeah. We, we don't know because we've never been there, but <laughs> we sure would like to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um. Obviously, there's events that come up and where you have to meet family, mm-hmm. friends, co-workers, this, this, and that. And like I was mentioning, sometimes you prepare yourself. So like with you at work, you 
knew that those questions were going to come. So you kind of prepared yourself, but there are family occasions or events that you go to that you, you may not be prepared, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I think that was with your case, like you had a family gathering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With work, I, I think I had the question once or twice and I answered it with like the dogs and I found that it worked. So I kind of just stuck with it. Mm -hmm. And now when anyone asks me, that's my default. I kind of, my go-to, but, um, I was worried when we were going to a family event about family members asking me when I was going to have kids. Mm -hmm. Um, and you and I kind of went through, uh, with the help of Google Mm -hmm. and sort of came up with uh, a list for myself, Mm -hmm. um, with some tips, like, comebacks for us on how to deal with when people ask, you know, when are you guys going to have kids? So I'll just go through mm-hmm. the list of the ones that I like the most. Yeah. And thankfully, I never had to use any of them. But rereading them, they're actually quite good. <laughs> and then you shared it with your partner, too, or your yes. husband, too. So yeah. you both were kind of on the same page. Yeah. And then I think like you had it there, rehearsed it a few times. So if it needed to be said, you said it with confidence. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's go. So the first one, like, you know, when are you guys going to have kids? The first one, I'm not sure. Let me call so-and-so, so your husband's name, <laughs> and see if he knows. Okay, okay. Um, the second one is, why are you selling them? <laughs> Which I really like. <laughs> and then the third one was, how soon do you need to know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the fourth every time I get asked this question we put it back another year mm-hmm. which I liked is kind of snarky I know but <laughs> I feel like all these are not you no so if you were to ever say it I think you would catch them off guard so uh yeah so we came up like you said I went through it with my husband so we both like the first two mm-hmm. so our little like kind of skit that we came up with was I said okay Hubby, if someone asks, when are we having kids? I'm going to come up with the response and say, I'm not sure. Let me call so-and-so and and see if he knows. And then I would yell to you Mm -hmm. and ask you. And his response was, I'm going to say, why are you selling them? Oh, so you combined them So we combined the two of them. And that was going to be our little, and laugh it off, of course. And that was going to be our little skit to change the subject and kind of make it easier for us to deal with. Ah. that was only if he was close like I wasn't gonna go yelling it across the room <laughs> so then the other one was which I really like and I really want to use it but hopefully I don't get asked this damn question um as soon as we're ready you'll be the third to know <laughs> oh my gosh I can't even imagine you say that right like at your cousin twice removed asking you oh it's a perfect response I think oh my gosh a little too snarky for me anymore yeah. Um, uh, this one's good too. When are you going to stop asking questions about things that are none of your business? Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine you say that. But it, you're asking somebody about their sex life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, uh, do I ask you about your bowel movements at a family barbecue? Why are you asking about tra- us trying for children? Oh my gosh. That's such a good comeback on its own. Well, there now. you go. Right? <laughs> Ask them, so how are your shits? Do you go daily? Are they solid? What kind of (laughs) what kind of shape is it? Mm -hmm. Um, the next one, 
Well, the answer to that is a little bit personal and I'd rather not discuss it with you. Mm -hmm. Those are, I think, and like even kind of, I'm, this one's not in my list, but I think that everyone is well within, you know, their comfort level Mm -hmm. to answer this question in any which way they choose. And some may choose to be more honest than others, right? And be like, that's kind of not a topic that I want to talk about, Mm -hmm. right? Or that, that sort of thing. So um, and then the last one I have is there's a few things we have to work out before then. Mm. So kind of like, you know, it's not happening right now, but mm-hmm. that's where we're kind of going. If you wanted to sort of not get into details, um, about whatever happening. Yeah. So I feel like you can, you can get away with it. If you're newly married, you can just say, oh yeah, you know, yeah. But when you are five or seven or eight or 10 years, the comebacks are harder that you would need to say something snarky or something more direct or something Mm -hmm. to shut them up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which I find that more so now, um, people kind of look at me when I tell them I've been married for 10 years. Oh yeah. Cause that kind of naturally follows Mm -hmm. right when they find out I've been married for so long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've been married five years comments haven't been too much it's just my grandma really (laughs) (laughs) I was always like when am I gonna be a great grandma am I gonna have a baby is it gonna be a great granddaughter ox or tiger or whatever and I was I always respond like not yet grandma you'll know when it's time yeah but it's every time I talk to her oh my goodness but she's old so I can't get angry at her no no Yeah, old school is old school. What are you going to do? And I guess it's also like, it's a topic that she can talk to me about. So, yeah. Yeah. So we have, (laughs) we've come up with a couple of things that we want to do a public service announcement for. Oh, is it time? It is time. It's PSA time. (laughs) (laughs) So if you need to take us out of your earphones and put us on speakerphone, (laughs) so that way... Your family members can hear me yell <laughs> and hear us or, you know, tell them to fast forward to this moment in the podcast yep. so that way they can listen to it. Aunts, uncles, cousins, siblings, co-workers, co-workers, any other stupid people out there that are saying dumb shit. Um, <laughs> Gas station lady. <laughs> Just randomly walk around the grocery store playing this on repeat so that way everyone can hear it because we need to really get it out there. Yeah, we do. We do. First things first, public service announcement number one. Stop <laughs> asking people if they are pregnant. <laughs> Unless you see a head coming out of a vagina, do not ask them if they are pregnant. Never. No. Like, Never, even when like you are so confident because it's so like no. obvious, yeah. Don't. Even if they're standing there rubbing their belly, because <laughs> you might just have an itch, <laughs> or they just had a really good meal at Sushale. <laughs> yeah, stop it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> number two, stop asking about when people are having kids, yeah, just... or if they want kids. <laughs> having kids and wanting kids are two different things mm-hmm. so stop just if don't. they want to divulge that information they will organically within a conversation it will come up mm-hmm. stop stop it yeah 
and okay, if you really want like a conversation to start and like make it personal, just say, so what's new in your life or what's mm. the next thing that's you're plan you're working on or something like that. Yeah. Start talking about yourself. Yeah. Do you want kids? Do you have kids? Talk about your own shit. And then, you know what? If I want to talk about it, I'll bring it up mm -hmm. at that point. Oh, yeah, you know what? I'd really like to have kids. I'd like to have two kids, whatever the case may be within the conversation. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. If we want to talk about it, we'll talk about it. Don't ask. <laughs> and the last one we kind of got into already, but this one is really good. Stop saying you could always adopt. Oh, that is not a solution to infertility. Mm -hmm. Stop using it as an option. Yeah. The stop. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 I want to just add in like stop telling us to relax, chill, not stress, not think about it. Just stop. Let us do us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead, ask what we need. Yes. What can I do to help you through mm -hmm. this? Mm -hmm. That's it. Don't offer your advice. Just ask what we need. Yeah. Or even, hey, do you want a coffee? <laughs> exactly. Or something. Just ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> that concludes our PSA announcement for today. Yes. You may put your headphones back in your ears now. <laughs> I didn't think we yelled that much. <laughs> but just stop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Anyways. man. That was good. Any other things? <laughs> that you want to provide our fellow listeners i think we covered quite a bit yeah and so feel free to use any of al's um lines and comebacks practice it be confident when you say it yeah they might totally be caught off guard which is great because then now they have a taste of their own medicine absolutely <laughs> yeah and let us know how it goes if you ever do use them i would be so curious to see how it plays out yeah and um, thanks so much for listening to our episode today. We hope this will help someone out there navigate through the stupid shit that people will inevitably say to you. Mm -hmm. And remember, in any project, including the baby project, you must take things one step at a time. Oh, yeah. Bye. Bye. Got a question for us? Or perhaps you would like to share your story and be a guest on our podcast. Feel free to connect with us by emailing us at thebabyproject underscore at outlook.com or DM us on Instagram at thebabyproject underscore. Thanks for listening.